Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jean Gallagher, financial advisor, founder of Seaside Solutions, and founder of Discover Rising Tides. Welcome to show number 37, Discover Rising Tides, How the Outside Makes the Inside Better, where we explore the importance of the outdoors and maintaining life balance. Through this series, we'll begin be talking to women business owners to understand their journey. And we'll also be hearing from Lynn Schusler-Williams, author and coach, in her segment on Rising Up. But first, today I'm excited to introduce Denise Stigall. Hi, Denise. How are you? Hey, Jean. I'm good. Thank you for having me today. Oh, I'm so excited about this. This is, I can't, you, this is great. I can't wait to get into it. Let me just read your quick bio and then we'll dive in. So um, Denise is the CEO and curator of livinghealthylist.com. She has condensed 25 years of experience in study and nutrition, cooking, exercise, and coaching to help female entrepreneurs and businesswomen find a healthy, happy, and productive lifestyle that works for them. As an inspirational thought leader, her goal is to provide honest, reliable, research-based, research-backed information on health, wellness, personal development, and fun applicable in real life. To do so, Denise launched Living Healthy List, a lifestyle platform and a go-to community for the health and wellness resources you need to make changes, move forward, and create the life you want to live. So let's dive in. So let's talk a little bit about your journey and how you ended up here. So give us a little bit of background. Okay, so when I was in college, I actually wanted to be a writer. Mm. And, you know, it was one of those things like somebody said to me, well, you know, it's really hard to get into the communication school. Mm -hmm. So you might want to think of something else. And I took that to heart, like I took it really hard, like, what do you mean what I want to do? I, I, I might not be able to. But, you know, when you're 18, you know, you listen to people. So I decided to go into um, health and wellness. My background is actually hotel, restaurant, business management with a focus in nutrition. So I have been cooking and feeding people probably since I was 11. So that's why when I was in college, that made sense. Like I always I was always doing something with food. So that's my background. What ended up happening was, you know, I worked in restaurants, I worked in catering, I did all of those things, like kind of those traditional things. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, I was working for a medical education company where I met my husband, and (laughs) completely left my corporate job, moved to Rochester, Minnesota. And all of a sudden, I woke up the day or the Monday after I got married, and I went, hmm, what am I going to do now? (laughs) and so with my experience and my education my background you know coaching just kind of made sense and so I started as a health coach and I got my first certification and then my next certification and all of that silliness um and then realized that as I was following all of these people you know this guru tell talks about that and this one talks about something else And it all got really convoluted and I even got lost, even with knowing my, my education and experience, knowing what to do to create a healthy lifestyle. I kind of got lost Mm -hmm. and thought, well, if I'm getting lost, other people that this is not their focus or their experience, like they've got to really be lost. So that's why one of the reasons why I started livinghealthylist.com was to provide that information for people. Because if you go to Google, you can Google stuff. And after 20 minutes, one, either you forgot what you started looking for, 
or you're so confused by the, the misinformation and the bits and pieces of information that you just kind of throw up your hands and go, well, I don't know what to do now. So yeah, it is, it is true. And there's so much information out there between that and social media that happens now. And in yeah. the challenge about social media is whether it's TikTok, which I'm not on, thank goodness, but with TikTok or, or any of the others, it looks great, but you don't know, you don't know how real it is. And that's the part that I, you know, when I was reading your bio and, and it says research backed information, how important is that to actually be giving out information that's true? And it's amazing. I can't believe how we as a society take a 30 second blip of whether it's a news thing that comes across or any piece of anything that's on social media and go, oh, well, I saw this, so it must be true. Absolutely. And that, and that also applies to things that you might read, whether, again, if it's online or in a magazine or a newspaper, you know, there's always some angle that people are writing that from. And the research part is so important. My, my husband is a um, a researcher. It's part of what he does for his, uh, in his career. And so it's something that we always talk about, you know, is it evidence-based, you know, where, where are the studies coming from? Who's paying for the studies? And so there's always those things to look at when it comes to health and wellness information uh, on online. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly you can do a study and make it say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So that's when, where I come in and kind of step back and say, okay, who did this study? who paid for this study, and what does it really say? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I think it's really important because, you know, most people aren't reading research papers. Uh, oh, they're no. confusing, and let's be real, they're kind of boring. <laughs> so I'm fortunate that I can say to my husband, hey, this is what I think this says. Can you, you know, tell mm-hmm. me if I'm right or wrong? It's good to have a, it's good to have a backboard to, to talk to and that in somebody that's in the field, because you're right, it is, it is very, it is very confusing to understand, well, this looks real or this looks legit and this sounds legit. And, and to come to find out that there are aspects of it that are just tailored for the topic that's being discussed. And for sales. Yes, because it looks pretty and it looks sexy. So it must be true. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like everything, all of our information is Photoshopped. Yes. That's yeah. It's funny that you say that. I just had some photos taken recently and I was like, oh, and they weren't Photoshopped. And I'm like, that's what I really look like. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you developed, you decided you needed to get into the field of providing real information for people. How did this all evolve? When I was, I was actually struggling with a health challenge uh, Mm -hmm. as a woman of a certain age. I'll just Mm -hmm. leave it at that for your imagination, everybody. Um, I started to experience things that I had never experienced before, went to the doctor and he kind of poo-pooed what I was going through, talked to a bunch of naturopaths and and all sorts of different people, nurses, um, uh, nurse practitioners, and honestly could not get a straight answer. Mm. Was this normal? Did I, you know, did I need to be on medication? What was really going on? And it really got to the point where finally I did, after weeks and weeks of looking online and talking to all of these professionals, I finally did find an expert who listened to what I was going through, 
who actually had a product to sell me right there and then and did not. No, that was a good sign. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And really, honestly, let me cry a little bit and gave me a two week plan and said, okay, let's track this and see what's go- what's really going on. And truly at the end of those two weeks, I was so ready to buy her product because I was noticing what was going on. I'm a big proponent now of tracking, you know, mm-hmm. tracking your food, tracking your sleep. Because if you don't know where you actually are, you can't improve. Right. So this woman, uh, she was a nurse with this particular uh, company. And I started taking the product and thought, wow, I know how long it took me to get to an answer. Mm. And so I didn't want other women to have to do that because many other women would have just kind of gone, okay, I have no idea. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll try this or I'll try whatever. And we spend so much money and so much, waste so much time, mm-hmm. you know, taking products that don't do anything for us. Right. So that's really, that was the journey to living healthy list. I had actually said to my husband one day, I said, you know, it would be really good if there was a website where you could get all of this information that was curated, that you could trust. And so he said to me, so do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's your message. Wouldn't it be nice if there, whenever you say, wouldn't it be nice that if there was is a signal that geez, if you don't do it, nobody else is going to. Yep. Kind of that somebody ought to dot, dot, yeah. dot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so what services do you provide through the website and, and everything? Tell me about that. So livinghealthylist.com in itself is a resource. It's a health and healthy lifestyle resource. There you'll find all sorts of um, juicy information on things like nutrition, on supplements, you know, should you, shouldn't you, what's, what's appropriate, um, physical, physical fitness. Um, then we have a group of curated, a curated list of experts. These are people who I either know myself personally, have done business with, or are referrals from some of those people. So there's a connection there and a trust factor uh, when it comes to the experts who are on Living Healthy list. And they're available when you can read their profile, you can read blog posts from them, or you can connect with them directly from our website. So all of these pieces are there that are on the website. And there's, you know, all sorts of fun stuff on the website. You can, you know, connect, you can listen to my podcast, you can listen to um, an old podcast that I used to do, all sorts of fun things there. In addition, um, Living Healthy List, we're, we're uh, launching a new, uh, a new program. It's actually a new membership. And that's really to help people kind of go from the free stuff at Living Healthy List and the education gathering to the, okay, action, it's time to take action. And so that the program is actually called Healthy Living, Happy Life, mm-hmm. which actually is a title of my book. So that really is, um, that's the place where, you know, the website and living healthy list transitions, transitions to that. Okay. It's now time. We've got the information. We're good. We know what we're, we know that we want help. We know that we need help. And let's take that, that next step to find that healthy lifestyle that works for you. Mm Because what works for me may not work for you or somebody else. So it's a, Um, It really is a a personalized roadmap to really find what works for you. 
Mm. And so when people come to you or the website or come looking for information, is there a common theme amongst the women that, that are searching you out? First and foremost, it's weight loss. <laughs> Everybody wants to lose some pounds, you know, whether it's, um, you know, 20 pounds or the, the, you know, the past two years, we've all been kind of sitting around doing a lot less than we used to. Um, most, almost all women are looking at weight loss. Um, then of course there's stress management is another one. Mm-hmm. I would say those two definitely weight, uh, st- um, sorry, weight is the number one, but stress management is, is number two. And how connected are they too, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If you are, if you're somebody who's got a lot of stress in your life and really don't, doesn't have that ability to kind of step back have some mindfulness practice and breathing practices or whatever it might be to help you alleviate stress. Mm-hmm. You, your, your hormones go through the roof, your cortisol levels, and all of those things actually help you to gain weight, not lose mm-hmm. weight. You know, very often people will say, you know, oh, I'm so stressed out. I've lost five pounds. That's a lucky person. Yeah. <laughs> more often than not, when people are stressed, they eat more. They, um, the choices that they make are not necessarily healthy choices. It's kind of like, that's when we start craving things Mm -hmm. uh, like pizza and donuts and lots of chocolate. (laughs) And in, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to run your, your, how you feel about yourself based upon a number on a scale. Absolutely. Absolutely. So people love this or hate this Mm -hmm. one. Well, there's two things. One, how do you close fit? Mm-hmm. How do they feel? How do you feel in your clothes? I th- always think that that's, that's the first, um, the first thing to look at, but the next thing, it really is the BMI scale mm-hmm. based on your height and your weight. And yes, your age, you should have a weight range. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a healthy weight range. You know, sometimes I'm at the low end of my ra- my range right now. I'm at the higher end of my range. And, and that is, it's a subject, it's subjective because you know, once you, when you get to a certain number, you're, you know, you're considered overweight. And when you start to get overweight, then that's when those health issues start to come in. Um, you start to worry about cardiovascular disease and diabetes and all of those things that kind of can happen. So if you just keep yourself within a range, then, you know, one, I think it's healthy for your mindset because you're not thinking I have to be this one, I have to be this one number. Mm-hmm. But no, if you're within this, you know, this, this area, you're okay. Yeah. And, and it, and it also depends too, when you're, when you integrate BMI and you're integrating exercise because muscle weighs more than fat. Absolutely. And, and when people are excited about losing weight, the question is, what did you lose? Mm-hmm. And, and are you, are you going to be okay if you are going to exercise? Cause that number will increase if you do it correctly and it's right. supposed to. Right. But then what happens is we go back to the first thing. How do you close, How do you close fit? fit? Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It, that's a really great, very simple indicator that things are okay. Not the number, mm-hmm. yeah. not the number. No. And I know right now. So when I guess a few months ago, I pulled out my favorite summer pants mm-hmm. and they were too tight. They did not, I could not button. Them. And I thought, Ooh, okay. Again, like I said, I'm kind of at the higher end. I was really at the higher end of my, my range. And I thought, okay, hmm, this was where I started to pay closer attention again, logging what I eat, um, not like a hundred percent, but just mm-hmm. kind of really knowing what I was eating. Um, 
and to be able to say, okay, now I see what I'm doing, not wrong, but what I could take a look at and what I could change. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, last week I tried the jean, those, those pants on and they're really fun. because like fun green jeans. Um, they fit. And really it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to go on a big diet. I wasn't like stressing out about it. I just made a few tweaks to what I was doing. And it's really true. So my daughter's a nutrition coach and I, I, uh, I track my macros now and I never did before. I came kicking and screaming for a couple of years. Well, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? I'm not going to do that. That's too much work <laughs> with some other words in there. So then, but then I gave in and I, you know, I gave in and I started tracking and it's not because I have to hold myself to a certain ground, but what's, what's interesting is that my idea of the right um, portions, not portion, but the percentages between fat combinations, between carbs, fat and, and protein, what I was eating was way off what it should have been. And I had no idea because I'm like, I am not overeating. Why am I heavier than I was whatever. And then when I started to just like you said, when I started to track my food, number one, I ate more and number two in the right combinations and percentages. And I, and I actually lost weight and I felt better. And can so, ask, yeah, can I asked where you are, were you eating more carbs, less protein? Yes. Yes, Most absolutely. Women do. Yeah. And, and it's challenging too, because a, a large portion of my diet is plant-based. Mm-hmm. And so there's that piece as well. So, um, and, and, you know, Megan used me kind of as a guinea pig too, so that she would be able to deal with her clients that are more plant-based as well mm-hmm. to learn about how I'm eating to, and see how, what changes I made. And, you know, it is challenging to, if you're eating plant-based to eat real food, which is a sounds like an oxymoron, but it's really very true. So I'm so glad you said that. So in my, in the book, in healthy living, happy life, we, we cover my, I call them the pillars of success, right? They are eat real food, make mm-hmm. good decisions and be accountable. Mm-hmm. If you do those three things, everything in life just kind of, it just falls into place. Not always a hundred percent, but it's much more um, free flowing and simpler. Right. And yes, when you're focusing more on a plant based or plant forward diet, it is harder to get that protein number mm-hmm. up. Um, it's definitely possible, but you absolutely. just have to pay attention exactly. because it's easy to eat carbs, whether no matter what diet you eat, it's easy to eat carbs because mm-hmm. there's pizza and who doesn't want pizza? every day. <laughs> I know. I love pizza. I, I, I made a joke before, you know, I said, you know, pizza and donuts, like those are my two favorite things. Um, I don't eat them every day, but, and, and actually that's a good thing. They're my mm-hmm. favorite food. So when I do eat them, I you enjoy, enjoy them a hundred percent. No guilt. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. And I don't know. And I don't say, well, I can't have that. That mm-hmm. It is, oh, I need to make a better choice or, oh, my portion size is really off. And, and it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm eating less. It just means that I'm, it's not proportionally correct. Yeah. And then I eat it, end up eating volume wise. I eat, eat more mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. No, there's something to, you know, there's something about, you know, our brains when we see like a big bowl of like a big salad, like I, I get, I get excited about salads. I mean, I put all sorts of fun stuff, 
But if it's a big bowl of salad with all sorts of fun stuff, like my eyes light up, light up. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, ooh, I can't wait to get dive into that. You know, if it's kind of just a little bit of something, I'm like, all right, it's fine. Yeah. But there is something. And I think, I, I think as Americans, we have this perception that, you know, more food, especially when we go out to a restaurant, oh. like that's more value mm-hmm. as opposed to the, you know, the quality over mm-hmm. quantity. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the case. I know quality over quantity, but there's still part of my brain that goes, I want that bigger salad as opposed to the little one. Oh, absolutely. I would totally agree. Well, it's a better deal, right? Exactly. <laughs> Getting more salad for the dollars. <laughs> And so let's talk about your book a little bit more. So, and the program. So how does, how does the book integrate with the program or how does the program integrate with the book? So the first eight weeks of the program, and it's actually a membership. So it actually is intended to be for the entire year, but the Mm. first eight weeks is based on healthy living, happy life. So we go through the eat real food. You know, what does that mean? We go through the challenges that people have been having um, being on a specific diet or um, ideas, kind of going through the ideas that they have in their head. You know, this is good. This is bad. And we don't do good and bad. You know, we do. This is, you know, this is just better. So everything from, um, from day one, uh, or sorry, from week one to week eight, we really do focus on each chapter of the book, you know, the make real, uh, make real food, uh, eat real food is one thing, but you know, the decision-making, you know, mm-hmm. some of the things that people are stressed that are stressing them out and causing them to gain weight or to have trouble with their sleep is it could be eating wise. They could be eating too late mm-hmm. decision. You're sitting there. It's 11 o'clock at night. What are you watching at 11 o'clock at night? One, there's a decision. Mm-hmm. You should probably go to bed. Number two, if you're sitting there at 11 o'clock and you're eating, that's another decision. So it's one of those things like, and the more you start to make these, these good decisions, again, mm-hmm. not never bad decisions, just good and better. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just starts on a really good cycle. Kind of like, you know, you get a, a rock at the top of the hill and you start to, it starts to roll down and it's in a very positive way though. If you're, making those, if you're making not so good decisions, it's hard to get up to the top of the, of the hill. Mm-hmm. And don't you think too, that, um, social media plays, uh, or our phones, not just social media, but our phones play, play such a role into this. I, for me, I have to pay attention because I can be more sedentary now than I was 10 years ago, only because of the damn phone. Yes, absolutely. And, and you, and time just disappears and all of a sudden you're sitting still you're you're scrolling through this thing and you could have been doing something yes one of the things that I do um that's been really helpful for me um is I well right now I'm I stand I stand a lot like I stand half of the day Mm-hmm. I, and and so when I'm standing, I kind of kind of get my, my my dad used to call it Savitas dance, but I think it's St. Vitus dance. I just I I move. You know, I'm kind of moving a little bit. So one, that's burning some extra calories. And also when you're standing and kind of moving, it's really hard to look at the phone and Mm. and walk around and move around. Um, My house, we have, um, it's a post and beam. So Mm -hmm. there have been times when I'm walking around upstairs in my house, looking at something on the phone and I've walked into a wall or walked (laughs) into a plank. Like really, 
<laughs> but what happened? I was so focused on the phone. Yeah. Oops. And so, so what about the, let's, I think you mentioned this or we alluded to this a little bit, but let's talk about this too. The power of awareness, mm. I think is really, and as you're, as you're talking about people making good, good or better decisions, aren't you just bringing people into the, an awareness of themselves? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that I, I always say to people is like, you know, if you don't make a decision on something, you've actually made a decision. You're just, it's just not a conscious decision, you know, or something in a very positive way. Um, and I think, you know, between the phone and we're busy and social media, the computer, there's so many things kind of going on in our lives that we don't pay attention. And it really is when we step back that we notice you know what? I haven't been feeling good the last few days. You know what? My stomach's been bothering me mm. and kind of why, you know, so it is really stepping back to rec to really recognize what's going on rather than just kind of keep going, going, doing, doing. And, you know, I, I can get myself in that flutter as well, mm-hmm. but oh, it's definitely when, you, when I step back and, and really try to be aware of my surroundings, literally my surroundings, but also what's going on inside of me physically, emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. that's where you, that to me, that's where the aha comes in. Like, mm. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that way, or I didn't know. I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And so taking, being able to take control of these different areas or feel like you're in more control or empowering yourself because you're more aware, let's do it that way. Right. That also, how does that affect the, um, the stress factor? Oh my goodness. It really just takes the stress, fa- the stress and kind of tables it mm-hmm. because you're saying, okay, I'm going to be in control. When you're in control, you plan better. You think things through better, mm. you, um, system, systematize things a little bit better. I'm a big plan. I'm a big fan of like the calendar management. Mm-hmm. Like I know during the week when I'm working, what I'm doing and when, and then there's never that, oh, I forgot about our, we have to go do this or whatever it might be. It really is about being in the moment and understanding what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And some things are what you want to do. Mm. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like plotting in your exercise, your vacation. Oh, absolutely. If you don't plot your exercise or for me, I plot my time to be outside. Mm-hmm. And if I don't plot it, it doesn't happen. Exactly. Not because I don't want to, it's because I get involved in some things and I just really have to pay attention and, and fight that I just need to do this. Right. Most people just kind of go by the seat of their pants. They kind of wake up. Okay. They have to go to work and they do whatever they do uh, at at work. And then they come home and, you know, maybe they have to cook dinner or maybe they, you know, they, they have to do something with the kids, Mm -hmm. but they haven't actually thought about what they wanted to do Mm -hmm. and what would be good for them to do. Mm -hmm. Because of course, exercise. And and I, I really like the word movement Mm because exercise people go, Oh, I hate to exercise. I don't, I'm one of those crazy people that like, I love to get on my treadmill and go crazy for, you know, a couple of miles. Um, I'm impressed. <laughs> honestly, the treadmill gives me anxiety. I just look at it and I go, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> honestly, it, I can't do more than three miles. You know, it's half an hour. That's it. And other than that, like I, I love to run outside. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it's 10 degrees out today. So I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> well, chilly. It, it really is important to know, you know, we all have the same amount of time. We, there are 24 hours in the day. And if you're like me, eight of them are spent sleeping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes eight of them are spent sleeping. You've got to go to work maybe, or you have responsibilities. So what are those other times? What are you doing in those, um, those free times that are actually for you or for your family, uh, for your relationships, um, rather than just kind of trying to see what happens, you know, going through the day, like uh, by the seat of your pants and just hoping everything's going to work out. Yeah. And I think that we all as a society probably plot out our work day a thousand times better than we plot out our non-work time. Would you agree? Absolutely. Very, very true. Um, And that's one of the first things that we talk about when we talk about those um, good decisions is I go through, we go through the the yearly calendar, Mm. plot the birthdays, plot the vacations. I know when I'm going on vacation between now and next February, Mm -hmm. you know, within a couple of days, but if they're not there, then you're trying to fit them in mm-hmm. around things that, you know, you, that really aren't that important. Um, and you have to, you have to decide what's important to you first mm-hmm. and then plot them down and then stick to, you know, stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. You know, every, there's always going to be something or someone who's going to try to, um, to try to, you know, change your mind and get in the way of your, uh, kind of um, um, get in the way of your boundaries. So to mm-hmm. speak. Oh, definitely. And so as you're talking with people, does the, how does the outdoors incorporate into the conversations with other people and, and your, um, your coaching? And then, and then how does it also affect you as well? Well, you can see behind me, the big sun. Mm-hmm. So from the time I was pretty young, um, people would just call me, Hey, sunshine may have to do with, with my hair. But I have a, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a happy-go-lucky person when the sun is shining. Yeah. <laughs> if the sun's not shining, I'm kind of, ooh. You know, I can tend to drag. And, you know, in the winter, I, I do suffer a little bit from um, seasonal affective disorder. Did I say that right? Yeah. I yes, did. you did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like today, it's a little gray, but the sun popped out for a few minutes. When the sun popped out, I actually got upstairs, ran upstairs. My office is down underneath the deck here. Um, I, uh, and opened all the wind, like all not the windows opened all the blinds. So mm-hmm. the sun came into my house and it just is, it was just revitalizing. Makes um, such a huge difference. Absolutely. And t- when I talk to my clients, I always encourage people to go outside. Um, if you can exercise outside, be outside, um, living in Minnesota and not being from here, I'm not really a outdoor winter mm-hmm. person. So because of that, I know in the winter time, I need to take some chunks of time to go where it's warmer, where I can get outside. Now, I know that's not possible for everyone, but that's what's worked for me. So I don't take a summer vacation. It's nice here in the summertime. Mm. I take a winter vacation and that rejuvenates me and gets me excited. Also gives me my, my uh, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is important. So I'm, I'm from Maine. And so Maine and Minnesota, similar things in the winter, it could be weeks of gray, rain, yep. gray, snow, gray, maybe a sun day here and there. And, and I'm in California right now. And we just went through three weeks of rain. I know. And one of the things that I found out that for me, that's just really important is if I know 
what temperature it is. And I know what clothing I need to wear in order to be comfortable in those temperatures. It takes away a lot of that. Oh, I can't go out. It's too cold. Oh, it's kind of wet. I can't do it. But if I know, oh, this is what I'm going to wear. It's no big deal. It changed, it changed everything for me to go, oh, well, let me just toss this on and I, now I'll go out because I don't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to be cold. What am I going to do? And, and just identifying that simple thing made a huge difference. Gene, I think that's brilliant. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to adopt that myself. No charge. <laughs> no charge. Cool. I don't yeah. know that I'm going to be really good when it's minus 10. But it just takes an extra layer. And it's all about buying the right stuff. Marina wool will get you everywhere. <laughs> it's so true. So funny story. When I first moved to Minnesota, tw- just over 20 years ago, um, we landed in Minnesota. It was minus nine. Mm-hmm. I'm from the East Coast originally. I'm from New York. Um, it never got that cold before. Um, so my husband to be at the time, we got off the plane and we went to Burlington Coat Factory and he bought me a coat that I kid you not covers me from head to my ankles. And I wore that coat for like the first six weeks I was here. Mm-hmm. And every winter I do wear it for, you know, maybe one or two weeks uh, when it gets really super duper cold. But what I didn't do, this is the East Coaster in me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the girl who's coming from corporate, I did not have a decent pair of boots. Mm-hmm. I had these really cute heat leather boots with a really cute heel and froze, even with that coat, froze my tushy off. That the the snow doesn't care what you look like. Nope, snow does not care what you look like. <laughs> that second year when I finally gave in and bought a pair of winter boots for the first time in my life, uh, that winter was very different. And yes, mm-hmm. I did feel that I could, I probably did start to go outside more at that point than I had the year before because I didn't have the right clothes. So I'm totally, I totally agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is just taking away those, those excuses, right? So it's easy to make the excuses and not do anything. And especially if the weather's kind of uncomfortable or not perfect, but it's, it's just so important and it, it does make a difference. I think too, you know, when you think of weather, it's so unpredictable, Mm -hmm. you know, I would say, you know, especially living here or anywhere, really, you know, there are times when the weather is more blah than great. So, you know, if you even it out, you know, then you're half the year, you don't go outside. That doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. So just, I mean, just the energy, I mean, even, I mean, there, there's so many studies on about, you know, just that cold, fresh air or, you know, being grounded, um, Probably not going to be grounded out here right now with two, uh, I think we have uh, almost two feet out there of snow. But again, that's one of those reasons why I know I need to do something else and go somewhere um, Mm -hmm. for a few days where I can, where I can put my feet on the ground, where I can put my feet in the sand or something where I'm, I'm grounded. And most of us forget back in the day when we all lived in the Serengeti, on the Serengeti, I guess they say, we didn't wear shoes. We were always grounded. We were always touching the earth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the earth has this beautiful energy that we may not really um, be taking advantage of anymore because we always have shoes on or sneakers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we walk around a lot on concrete. Mm -hmm. So something else to think about when, you know, you you talk about being outside is really to to be, be, be part of nature and really feel grounded in nature. That connection, that physical connection is really very important. I'm not a fan of shoes. I don't have <laughs> not a fan at all. <laughs> no, not a fan. And outside, you know, being outside and being barefoot is just, it, it always amazed me that there was a term for it now. 
you know, grounding is a term and it's a thing. And I'm like, really? Because it seems, but I'm not from the city. So I'm from the country. So and it was it was just a normal piece, but it is important to to take that moment. And for pity for people that live in more um, more city areas, the parks are perfect. Or just finding just finding a quiet space with green grass and a couple of trees to make you feel better. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a great book. I have it upstairs. It's actually called Grounding, but it's mm-hmm. actually a scientific book which I thought was fantastic. Like, and, and it really does talk about the energy piece, um, mm-hmm. but it comes uh, through the eyes of a, a researcher. And mm. I thought that was really, uh, really exciting because so much of the things, you know, you talk about grounding and people kind of go, ooh, woo-woo stuff, but it's not. It's There's not. actual scientific research that shows that this really is a good thing. Um, mm. Whether, you know, scientific research is great, go try it. Go do it. That's really how you'll know uh, that it really works. Mm, definitely. And one thing that I wanted to do is to circle back for just a second. Um, I meant to ask you, and I wanted to talk to you about your um, your referrals or um, your resources mm-hmm. that are on your website. How does that work? And um, how do people take advantage of that? And what services or is it is it all nutrition and health or is it lifestyle and personal development? How does all of that play in, play in? So, so the experts who are on living healthy list to clarify. Yes. Thank you. So the experts, like I said, they're, they're, they're all experts in some area of health and wellness, some mm-hmm. of them personal development. Um, and then I have a couple of people who do some personal development, but then they also kind of include that fun piece. I love to add fun into everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, otherwise life is too boring. So the resources there, you can, uh, they have blog posts that are on the the website. Their profile is on the website. You can go to um, meet the, uh, meet the experts Mm -hmm. and you can find the experts. Um, and click in to see their profile, what they do, how, you know, how they work with people and directly from there, you can contact them. And that's, you know, that's, it's really what I think of the way I think of living healthy list. Yes. It's, it's this overarching resource. Mm-hmm. The um, curated list of experts is there for you to say, okay, you know, I think I need, you know, I think I need to work on my mindset. Who do I, who do I, even how do I even start to find somebody? Mm-hmm. I've done the research for you and invited that person to Living Healthy List uh, to be one of our experts. That's fantastic because I was I was recently looking for something and and I, it was exhausting. And so instead of finding the resource that I was looking for, I gave up. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure that that's very common for people. And that's just it's it's almost as if there's too much information out there. And, and it is hard to, um, especially where we're not limited to our, our direct area, right? Before, you know, 10 years ago, well, even good Lord, three years ago, <laughs> wanting help was what's in my radius and how, how, how far am I really willing to drive to go see somebody or to, to find assistance? And now New Zealand, sure, I can talk to somebody there that can help me. And so that just that just makes the the bowl of information so much larger and overwhelming. Oh, absolutely. It, it you know, it's good on the one hand because there's there's 
a mm-hmm. ton of people to to kind of choose from right but at, at the same time it's overwhelming because there's so many people to you know kind of go through and and, and choose from mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's the same thing but <laughs> exactly depending on I guess how you look at it <laughs> but again but like you said you know you kind of get to a point where oh my god I've been searching for this for half an hour I still am no closer to a decision so you give up mm-hmm. and then what do you do then do you go back another time and start looking so we've, I've really just kind of taken all of that, that, that whole layer of stress about mm-hmm. finding um, experts in those areas to come to Living Healthy List. And we're always uh, adding new uh, experts um, in different areas. Mm. Um, and it's really, it's, it's, to me, it's the perfect opportunity for experts in that area and any area of health and wellness to come to Living Healthy List, you know, it's like I said, it's curated. So it's, you can't just say, Hey, I want to be on living healthy list. No, we have to have an interview with me first. I mean, it is, you know, my, my job to make sure that who I'm putting on living healthy list are the right people, you know, and they have the, um, the person's, um, the client's best interest in mind first. Um, we lead with, uh, education and knowledge as opposed to a lot of other places that lead with the sale. Yeah. That's refreshing. So tell me about your podcast. I binged on it. So tell it. So let's talk about your podcast. So my podcast is called the wonder series. And the reason why is because I want you to look at your life and your lifestyle and how things are going in your world from a different perspective and wonder what it would be like if you changed your your, your perspective and you looked at it from that, a different angle, maybe from somebody else's point of view and really open yourself up to the different opportunities and possibilities that are out there. But if that we just don't see them because we have these blinders on, because this is the way we do things. And this is the way we've always done it. But when you take those blinders off and you listen to what other people, um, what's worked for other people, tips and strategies, then all of a sudden the possibilities just explode. There's so much more that you have access to. So who are types, typical guests or who have you had on your show recently that, and topics just to give people an idea. Mm -hmm. So one of my recent um, experts, her name is Michelle. She's from New Jersey and Mm -hmm. she is essentially, she is a a trauma coach. Mm. Like she helps people through all sorts of trauma. And she obviously has a story, you know, her own personal experience. So that's, uh, that's an, she's actually an expert that I'd like to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working with to get onto living healthy list, but I think it starts from the podcast and that's how I get to, to really get to know people. So let me think, um, most recently I, so that was, Michelle was the most recent. I worked with a, a woman recently. I talked with her, I don't know, a few months ago now who focuses on women and thyroid issues. Mm. Women have thyroid issues so much more than men. I think men having thyroid issues is like a very small percentage, but women have a lot of challenges with thyroid issues and we don't even know it. We may have an issue and we don't know it. And it's not often diagnosed either, exactly. unless it's severe. Right. And what, and, and what it, and it may not be severe today, mm-hmm. but if they picked it up today, that would be great. So it doesn't mm-hmm. get severe. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was one of the conversations that I think was really, really important because, and I pick on thyroid because my mom has, my mom and several of my aunts have all been on thyroid medication for years. 
Mm. And they all say the same thing. Well, you know, Denise, by the time you get our age, you know, you're going to be on, you know, whatever the product is. Yes, because that's what everybody did. So it's just, you know, by the time you get old, you might as well take some medicine because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But what if the, the issue is, so this is what I always think of with, with issues um, like the thyroid, your thyroid isn't um, not working or functioning improperly because it's missing the medication. There's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And that those are the conversations that we try to have on the wonder series um, is, you know, what else is out there? What are the other, um, other paths we can go, you know, whether it's your thyroid or, you know, mindset or, you know, bringing more fun into to life. I mean, I have friends who just kind of go through the motions and they always seem so blah because they're not having any fun anymore. Mm. And just little, you know, little ways to bring fun into like your everyday world. Um, that's another and, one, one of those things that we love to talk about is bringing fun into it. And how important that, how simple and how important that really is, because we're in the grind, right? We're in the every day. It's Monday through Friday, um, especially if you have kids and you're, you're working full time and it's a busy household and then the kids have activities. It's one thing after another. It's the treadmill. And then all of a sudden, 10 years goes by and you've created a habit or even less time. Actually, and those are the women that I work with the most because mm. in the, during those years, whether, you know, whether you're just been focusing on a career or career and family or just family, mm-hmm. you know, it's busy. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on. And we do tend to take all of the responsibility on ourselves and forget about ourselves. You know, we don't do our self-care. We may not be eating the way we actually like to eat because we're taking care of everybody else. And this one doesn't like this and this one doesn't like that. Um, And so at some point, you know, the kids get old enough that they can do some stuff themselves. And then by the time they're in high school, mom is going, wait a minute, what about me? Mm-hmm. What do I even like? Who am I? Mm-hmm. And that is when so many women kind of either throw in the towel and just, this is what it's going to be like, or the brave women go, uh-uh, I want more than this. There's more to life. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited about what's out there. I may not know what it is right now, but I'm determined to go find what it is and what that healthy lifestyle is for me. Mm-hmm. Those are the women that I want to work with. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. You know, I, this has been a pleasure. It's been really fun. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to, I want to thank you for being here and um, let everybody know where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, Easiest place. You can find me on uh, Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook uh, at living healthy list. Mm -hmm. And of course at my website, livinghealthylist.com. Fantastic. Denise, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. And, and talking about everything, I think that there's probably, we could probably do this for another hour. (laughs) There's so much, there's so much out there that you do and how you help women. And I want to thank you very much for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun, Jean. Good. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Jean. So happy to be here. Oh, as always, I'm so excited to have you here and, and looking forward to your message today in today's segment of Rising Up. Well, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, Jean, we talked about the colors in nature, 
and how they really can inspire us and and lift us up to get energized by noticing all the different colors and landscapes around us. Well, recently, I kind of tuned in to another sensory element in nature, the music of nature. Mm. So here in Kentucky, where I live, this time of year, the, the nature is kind of screaming at us with all the beauty and all the stuff. And I was sitting on my front porch recently, and that's when this music of nature kind of hit me. It was it was just beautiful. There was rain. There were birds. There was even, and I live in an urban environment, even with the sounds of the city, the wind, the bees, the bugs, the it just was all around me. And so amazing to kind of tune into and, you know, in in an urban environment to be able to walk out my front door, sit on my porch and and get that renewal, get that connection to what's going on with the power and the energy of nature was just phenomenal. And, you know, when I talked about color, it's easy to take color for granted. It's easy to take the sounds around us for granted. It's easy to take nature for granted if we're, you know, so busy in our lives. So I just really want to encourage everyone to think about how you're going to plug in to what nature has to offer you, whether it's color where you are, sounds, the music of nature, just let's tune in a little bit, Gene, and see what we see and get curious about what that has to offer us to help us rise up. Oh, Lynn, I love that. And it, and, and it's so easy to do. And in all of these outdoor activities, everybody feels like they have to have the best shoes, the best equipment. <laughs> and all we need to do is just to step outside. Right. And listen, we have everything that we need to make the inside better. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening today. Today's show is sponsored by Seaside Solutions, my financial services company. As a business owner, it's easy to be pulled in many different directions and often taking care of yourself plummets to the bottom of the list. For me, I find myself outside to reground. My time outdoors helps me manage my day more effectively and be more present for my clients. Through this, Discover Rising Tides was born. At Seaside Solutions, we truly believe that education is the foundation of financial wellness. Our primary focus is to provide guidance that is designed to help you achieve your long-term financial goals and visions. Working with a plan allows space for doing more things that you love, like being outside to make the inside better. If I can help you create or realign your plan, or if you would like to be added to my weekly newsletter, please let me know. This week's topic was five ways to set more achievable goals. Your referral means the big, beautiful world to me. And if I can help, please let me know. And thank you so much for listening and see you next time.